1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. And Asif, you know, often on this show, we start with the headlines from earlier in the week, and we did hear that automobile, gas, clothing, retail sales are all up. What does it look like in the market? You know what, Tina? The market has been ultra hot, but this past week was one of our quieter weeks. It was the quietest week for sales since the June 15th week. And quieter meaning it's not dead or anything like that. We're about 40 sales off of where we were before, and that's units sold. What we're seeing, though, is we're getting a lot more inventory. So this was our biggest week for inventory. We had about 850 homes hit the market. And that's been a high since the COVID period started. So to compare, last week we had 806 homes. The week previous to that was 713 homes. So at about 850 homes, that is a lot of inventory hitting the market. And it's not a surprise. We knew that people wanted to get comfortable with what was happening before they put their homes on the market. And it's a sign of consumer confidence for that many more homes to be hitting the market. And you have mentioned in previous weeks that that has been the biggest issue is inventory. So you are starting to see that come back, which means more houses we are. for sale. That's what inventory means. More houses on the market and available for sale for purchase. Yes. And when you're comparing it to what's selling, we're still selling about half of the inventory that's hitting the market. What that translates to is two months of inventory. And as you and I have discussed on this show previously, months of inventory is a determining factor as to where the market is heading. And when you have two months of inventory, right now we have just over two months of inventory, so maybe two months in a week or so, what we're seeing is it's a strong seller's market. Now, leading up to this, Tina, we only had about a month and a half of inventory, which was even more of a seller's market in terms that everything was getting multiple offers and everything was selling for Twenty, thirty thousand dollars more than asking. Right now, what we're seeing over the past week is things are still getting multiple offers, but because there's more inventory, you're not getting that thirty or forty thousand dollars over asking. You're getting asking, maybe a touch over asking, but there's more inventory. There's more of a selection for buyers to get out and take a look at. And what are you hearing in terms of consumer confidence from buyers and sellers? Are they looking forward to making those purchases and making those changes? Or do they just want to sit tight for a little bit longer? They're out there making these purchases. They're taking advantage of the low interest rates. And surprisingly, they're actually stepping up their price point. So they're saying, listen, you know what? If this happens again, like the COVID shutdown, I mean, we want to be somewhere comfortable. So what you're finding is detached homes, uh, semi-detached homes, townhouses, cottage country properties, they're on fire right now. And the slowdown, if there is any slowdown, is the condo market because people are trying to get out of condos into detached homes. They want more space. They need more space, especially with kids being home all the time, 
working from home. So they're looking for more space in their home. And that's what's driving the average price up. So it's not that price is climbing as much as it is. What's happening is when price was falling or the perception was that price was falling, you remember that the mix had shifted from more detached homes to more condos. And the average price of a condo was around $500,000. So if you're selling more of the lower ticket item, you're going to have a decline in average price. Now that we're selling more detached homes, the mix has shifted back to, you know, predominantly detached homes as opposed to the lower ticket items like condos or townhouses. And now you're starting to see average price climb. We're at probably one of the highest average price points in the GTA right now at 1.1 million for York region. Hmm. And what that means is, you know, it doesn't mean that the average price that you're going to pay in, in York region is 1.1. You can still get a condo for 500,000. You can still get a townhouse for 800,000. But what you're starting to see is the mix is shifting back to detached homes and that's swaying the average price up. Now we've talked about buyers and sellers. Also a priority in this new normal is the safety and the well-being of employees and staff in the workplace. How is that going for you and your staff? It's going well. I mean, again, it's been such a big change from pre-COVID to now. A lot of people are working from home. We don't have the traffic that we used to within the office. We implemented certain protocols within the workspace during the COVID period that have continued. For example, we have an arrangement with Royal Bank, so people don't have to bring in their deposit checks into the office. First, they're lining up, going to the bank, getting this deposit check, coming to our office, dropping it off, and we have to take it to the bank. There's a lot of touch points, and we were able to eliminate those by having Royal Bank take our deposits. We deal with Royal Bank, so they take our deposits for us, and it eliminates a lot of touch points. So we've done that throughout our business operations to eliminate as many touch points as possible. And we've also, as with the rest of York region, implemented the uh, mass policy within the office, within the workspace, and that's been going well as well. So there's a lot of changes that were made during the COVID period that will continue and help us be more efficient and streamline our business. And would you describe the current market then as um, an atypical summer market or more like a spring market where everyone is getting back at it? It's a spring market. We we just delayed the spring period. So mm-hmm. what we've seen is right now with the number of houses hitting the market, with the excitement of the buyers that are out there, this really is our spring market. And, you know, the summer market will come. It'll probably be pushed off until about October or so. And that's when you'll start to see things quiet down a little bit. But until we have some certainty as to when schools are going to go back or if they're going to go back, people are going to continue with the spring market attitude and continue to buy and, and take their time in selling into their houses. You know, we're going to see a, a huge rush in uh, July and August. So you know, as we close out July over the next week and then August, it's going to remain quite busy. And we haven't seen any signs of that slowing down. When we come back, the REMAX Hot Pocket Communities Report. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. 
You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties with today's guest. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next is Christopher Alexander, Executive Vice President and Regional Director of Remax Integra Ontario Atlantic. Christopher, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's good to talk to you guys. Well, we've certainly entered into our spring market a little bit later than normal, but uh, wow, what a change from even a month ago. Yes, it's. Um, I, I don't even think, um, I certainly wouldn't have predicted this, and I know almost every other industry professional um, didn't pred- wouldn't have predicted this as well. So um, I think uh, the pent-up demand that we had pre-pandemic is really spilled over and the what's really apparent and adamant is that home is more important than ever before and so yeah we're seeing a flurry of activity right across the country so christopher can you share with us the headline from the hot pocket communities report well essentially 95 percent of gta neighborhoods uh experienced price appreciation from January to June in the detached uh, housing segment. So 62 out of 65 Toronto real estate board, uh, regional real estate board districts uh, had price, price increases. And that's just incredible because, you know, everyone was predicting a slowdown or a price drop post-COVID because of, you know, unemployment, because of different factors that they were quoting, past recessions. And what we've seen is the total opposite. We've seen consumers come out just flying through the gates as soon as this ended. And what a testament to pent-up demand and also, you know, a strong real estate market, arguably the strongest real estate market in Canada. Yes. Um, I think, you know, there's a, there's many factors. I mean, the first quarter was tremendous. They were on pace for a record year um, on the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. Uh, you know, we were—I think we were ready to do, or the market was poised for over 115,000 sales, is what they were projecting. Um, and then, obviously, activity completely stopped uh, at around March, March 25th. Um, but there was so so much competition in the market in that first quarter pre-pandemic. Um, that it's really carried over uh, into the summer spring market, as you called it, Asif. Um, you know, there's still some question marks. A lot of um, consumers are, you know, reeling off of government help. Um, CERB has played a big role. Plus, um, you know, the government has loaned small businesses a lot of, uh, uh, or put a lot of programs in to keep them going, which has been tremendous. Um but I think, you know, the latter half of the year, or sorry, in the fall, is really where everybody's kind of earmarking to see how the year shapes out uh, or finishes off because uh, once this programs end, it's really unknown uh, how deep the, uh, you know, challenges we've experienced uh, through the pandemic are going to, you know, come into effect. So um, all things are positive. I'm, I'm very uh, optimistic that, uh, our supply issues, which is a really, really big challenge that all levels of government need to tackle in the future, uh, are going to, you know, continue to put uh, pressure on prices in an upward fashion. 
But, uh, you know, October is really what everybody's waiting for in the financial industry and on the, uh, on the real estate side as well. And why are we waiting for October? What are we looking for there? Well, that's when all of the government programs are going to, are poised to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is talk of some extension. Yep. But, you know, there's, I mean, the reality is there's a lot of small businesses, particularly restaurants, bars, um, and, and a lot of retail shops that have just been rocked by, um, you know, not being able to be in business. And that is going to come to a head sooner or later. I mean, we're, we're seeing a lot of restaurants um, closing up permanently. I saw, I was reading in the U.S., um, 53% of all restaurants in the United States have closed permanently. Um, so that's a concern, and it looks like the government is going to continue to step up and keep them afloat, which I really hope they do. I think they need to do that, and it sounds like they will. But, um, yeah, I'm just being cautious about predicting anything past October because, uh, you know, as we witnessed, things can stop at an instant, mm-hmm. and we don't know if a second wave is going to come or not. However, uh, well, from what I'm hearing from the street level is buyers and sellers aren't really concerned about that second wave. Um, they want to be in a home where they can see themselves in um, if that second wave comes. I think everybody was really forced to look at their living arrangements and figure it out uh, pretty quickly, like, this doesn't really work for me long term. Uh, so there's going to be a flurry of, act- um, you know, it's anybody's guess past October. And, you know, that's a great point when you talk about, you know, potential impacts of what the fall could bring. But people are savvy. What we're seeing is a lot of people, you know, if you want to say cashing out of the 416 and, and moving up to the 905, New York region has benefited tremendously from that movement alone where people are selling their Toronto homes, the smaller lots or the condos. And they're moving to the 905 and they're picking up a detached home on a larger lot where they can have a pool or, you know, a basement where they have their entertainment center. And that seems to be a trend that's continuing. And then people are still pocketing a couple of hundred thousand dollars in order to carry them through. So, you know, people are a lot smarter right now. Now, with the hot pocket report, is that what you noticed as well? Is it the family the detached homes in, in family-friendly neighborhoods that are thriving? Well, it's the pinnacle of real estate. I mean, you, you have entry-level units, and in Toronto, it's condos is really what you're forced into. Not, not just a condo, a small, you know, 500-square-foot studio. Um, and so, yeah, most people, uh, especially if you have a young family or a family, uh, aspire to have a detached home, and your dollar just goes a lot further in the 905. And I think you're also seeing a lot of people that are looking at, you know, do I need to be living in the city uh, if my company is now looking to be a remote workplace? Uh, I don't need to be as close to the office as I as I needed to before the pandemic hit. So maybe I should move out where I have more space and can actually afford the things that I want. I think that's really played into the psyche of, of a lot of consumers. So, um it's going to be busy. Uh, that I can tell you for the rest of the year, I'm very confident in saying we're going to have a busy market. We just don't know, um, you know, what that means past the fall. And how many areas or regions did the REMAX report examine? And did you notice 
any trends or priorities from buyers? Um, so we looked at 65 of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board districts, and um, it was only focused on detached homes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the trend, the trend right now seems to be, uh, looking for more space and accommodations for, uh, people's families. And home offices where we're noticing a lot of people that want that space with the closed doors where they can just get away, do their work, and at the same time have entertainment areas for their children. We have not seen this many people wanting a home with a pool probably in my entire real estate career than I have over the last month and a half. And also with home theaters or entertainment areas in the basement, it's just been phenomenal to, to see. So is a pool now objective value? I, I remember uh, it was in real estate uh, licensing, it was always subjective because some buyers liked having a pool and some didn't. So uh, it's interesting. Maybe it's going to add value to a lot of properties now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's in so much demand right now that we cannot have enough properties with pools right now. So if you're listening and you have a pool and you want to sell, <laughs> call us. <laughs> um yeah, there's, there's one more thing I really want to touch on, and I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, and, and that is the supply challenges that we have. Um, it's right across the country, but especially apparent in southern Ontario. Uh, that factor alone uh, is going to be a challenge for us for the foreseeable future, and so uh, that is going to put positive, uh, pressure on price appreciation. So um, that gives me confidence in, in at least holding uh, steady in prices. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really see an end to this anytime soon. And Christopher, one last question. Did one particular area, whether it's in 416 or 905 stand out and how did 905 fare? 905 as a whole did very, very well. I think the, um, the, the top community in the 905 was King city actually. Uh, the median price is, um, you know, quite a bit higher than most of the 905, but um, you get a lot more space and a lot more lot in King. Uh, prices are expensive, but uh, that was the one area that fared the best, I think. And Christopher, if people want to read this report or get some more information about the Hot Pockets, where can they go? Blog.remax.ca. The whole report is on there. Blog.remax.ca. Christopher, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today, and we look forward to getting an update from you later on in the summer. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. When we come back, your questions and this week's hot listing. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Josie in Markham. Now that York Region is in Stage 3, will the protocols for open houses or in-person showings change? Asif? Josie, great question, and it's something that I just addressed with our brokerage this week. And the Toronto Real Estate Board has come out with their recommendations as to how they would like to see open houses handled, but they've left the onus 
to the individual brokerages, and our brokerage policy is going to continue to be the same. We don't feel that the time is right to risk people's health and having just anybody walk into an open house. We would still rather be able to screen people and have them book appointments so that we can follow safe showing protocol for people that want to attend an open house as well. So we will not be conducting open houses at Remax Prime Properties just yet. We will reevaluate the situation moving forward. But the risks associated with it for the homeowner who could be sued by someone who comes in and gets sick or from a potential homeowner suing a visitor for possibly coming in and making them sick, it's just not worth it at this time. We do have safety protocols in place for when we do take people through in person into showings or even you know, showing our own properties, and that's going to continue. So we will continue to track who's coming in. We will have gloves and masks and uh, hand sanitizer in place so that people can utilize that and feel comfortable and safe while they're taking a look at properties. Now, Asif, what about the industry overall? Is everyone behaving in that manner, or is it a bit of a Wild West approach? At the beginning when this first started, it was kind of a Wild West approach where There were some rogue agents that would say, nope, I am just going to continue doing what I do. And that changed very quickly when they found out that COVID was real and wasn't going away. So the hope is that common sense prevails, and that's a key word there, common sense or two words. And uh, we're hoping that common sense does prevail and people realize that it's not worth the risk to start hosting open houses and just letting anyone in. We've learned a lot of new ways that we can get the message out about a particular home or or condo through virtual channels, and I'm hoping that those will continue. That makes things more efficient. It cuts down on tire kickers, and it makes sure that when people are coming into a property, they're serious about purchasing that property. Our next question comes from Cassie in Richmond Hill. She asks, is it possible to get a price or evaluation on my home without an in-person meeting with an agent? It sure is. Uh, we, we, again, we have so many channels that we've been utilizing over the COVID period, Zoom, FaceTime, and you know we can actually walk through the home with you on a video chat and get the exact same feel of that home as we were there. And if we can utilize those channels, then we can give you an accurate read on your home. It's very different than a drive-by or just, you know, an email where we can't see what we're evaluating. But if we're able to get onto a video chat with you, for sure, we can give you a proper evaluation of your home. Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-CON. Five four two six. Time now for the on the market hot listing. What have you got for us this week, Tina? I'm going to preview a crazy new townhouse project at Don Mills and Eglinton, an incredibly hot area. The Crosstown Subway is coming there right now. It's under construction, and when this is all done, this is going to be one of Toronto's hotspots. And ultrasonic townhomes are now complete, they're ready to move into, and this is part of the sonic and supersonic condo development. You get to use all of the amenities that sonic and supersonic have. There's underground parking. These townhouses are incredible. The, the, the features, 
the benefits, everything that the builder has put in, Linvest has put into these townhomes, make them arguably the best value for city townhomes in Toronto. They're starting at $800 a square foot. And how many square feet are they? Are they three-level townhomes? And who would this be, you know, ideal or suited for? This is ideal for a young family or even a young couple that want the the city lifestyle but still want to be able to enjoy a home. These are three-level townhomes. There's three bedrooms, three bathrooms. The finishings are incredible. Granite, the the... There's glass all through. It's just a, an incredible development. And the site itself, Don Mills and Eglinton, is one of Toronto's busiest little areas. And to be able to put this, this is just off of Ferran Street, which is right behind the Foresters building as a landmark. And it's just a great location. You're 10 minutes from downtown. You're 10 minutes from the 401. You're very central. And with the subway coming in as well, it just makes it ideal if you're commuting for work. You don't even need a car, although this does come with an underground parking spot. You may not even need a car if you're living there. So it just makes it ultra convenient. And, you know, ultrasonic townhomes are here, and we're going to be previewing these right after the show ends. We'll be at the site, and you can make an appointment by calling us at 416-985-5426 and we'll be scheduling half-hour appointments. There's only nine appointments available, so give us a shout, and we will get you through these. All right, go see Asif in person this afternoon at Don Mills in Eglinton. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan, or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.